Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, are you longing for an epic train journey, one that will take you to places through amazing scenery that maybe you can't reach by car? Or maybe you're looking for a chance to capture that nostalgic experience of a trip by train, one that brings images of dining cars and staff offering luxurious service as you whiz through flatlands and mountains. Well, if your answer is yes to either one of those descriptions, I've got a show for you today. In May, I had the fabulous opportunity to take a trip with Rocky Mountaineer through the Canadian Rockies on their routing called First Passage to the West in their Gold Leaf Double Dome Coach. Fabulous, darling. I mean, it was fabulous. Views from the side of the train, from the top of the train, views all over. And I traveled with an outstanding service-oriented crew who pulled out all the stops for service that I really call it beyond customer service. It was more like family and friend service. The onboard team was Tyler, Travis, the train manager was Colin, executive uh, chef was Caleb, and they just, I mean, they just really pulled out all the stops as we explored the Canadian Rockies. And during the show, I'm going to hear a lot more from Colin as well as from the chef a little bit later on in the show, but I want to start by talking with Carolyn Rohali, who's a communications manager, and she's the one who hosted us along with Nicole and Dallas. And Carolyn gives us an overview of the company and what you can expect when you book your getaway with Rocky Mountaineer. Rocky Mountaineer is a luxury train that offers all daylight rides um, through some of the most scenic, iconic landscapes that North America has to offer. And the thing that makes us special is our glass dome coaches, the huge windows so you get to see all of the landscapes, you get to watch for wildlife. And the great thing is that we travel during the days and we stop overnight so that you can rest and be ready for the next morning so you don't miss any bits of the scenery. And that is really the, the fantastic thing about it because as soon as you walk onto the train, and you're in your coach, and you, I mean, the ceiling with the, you know, with the dome, and you can see out to the sky, you know that this is going to be something special. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. You, you step on and you meet our onboard hosts who offer spectacular service. It is an early start. So we make sure that you're caffeinated. You get your coffee and tea <laughs> that you need and we make sure that you're fed. So you get a three course breakfast to start you right off. <laughs> and as the city rolls away, you, you get out of, uh, out of Vancouver in our instance and you just start to relax. You start to enjoy our amazing cuisine. Then the, the, our onboard hosts are looking after you. And then they start telling stories about mm. the environment around you. And you get to know about the local area where you're visiting. And it's just the most incredible experience. And then that's what your hosts tell you. They tell you stories about um, not just uh, the people that that live in the environments and, and, how, and how the areas have formed. But you also get uh, stories about the nature and the geography and the geography and it's pretty great uh, you just you get into the mountains and what did you think about the Rocky Mountains Anita? I mean it was just spectacular to, again to be able to look out the side windows but also to the dome and just see the sky and the mountains you get the full view so it's not like you're trying to you know kind of find a spot everywhere in your coach is a spot to see the mountains Absolutely. and, just, and when they become snow-capped 
for especially for a southern girl <laughs> it's like oh my goodness there's snow in may so yeah so it's just one it is spectacular i kept asking people that were that are traveling with us you know what's another word because i keep saying it's so beautiful it's so beautiful i mean how many times can you say it's so beautiful you can right. say it a million times uh, yes exactly and so what were some of the other words that uh, that your fellow travelers came up with it's so beautiful oh. <laughs> And then we did finally say, okay, spectacular. I mean, it's just, you, you do become, you know, I say sometimes you need to be a poet mm-hmm. to come up with all the words sometimes to really describe what you're feeling, the emotional kind of things that come up when you see something that is so magnificent and spectacular. Like yeah. That. that was another great thing about the Rocky Mountaineer. It's so social. You just end up meeting friends on the train and mm-hmm. you just have the opportunity to talk to people and you, you can meet people from all over the world and, but share this uh, beautiful experience. Exactly. A lifetime experience. Yes, exactly. A once in a lifetime experience in, in some cases for, for people. But I think once you're on the train, it won't be once in a lifetime. It's going to be you know i've got to do each of your routings one of the joys and the experiences that rocky mountaineer offers is that we get to places that cars don't and it's also a completely different experience so when you're driving you have to navigate um you're looking you're looking at the road well i hope you're looking at the road if you're driving (laughs) but you don't even have to do that on rocky mountaineer you just sit back relax and you let uh you're kind you're pampered a, a, a lot because you start to feel like family, even with the crew. You know, you mentioned how you get to know, you know, the fellow passengers, but the crew as well. And you start to feel as though, well, Colin's like my brother. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> you know, and, too. you know, the chef, you know, Caleb is like, that's my brother over there. So you do get the feeling as though you are part of a family. It's, it surpasses what you would call customer service. I'm so happy you think that because I think that too. I, I, I've been on a few uh, train rides, train journeys now, and everybody who comes off the train, you feel like you're best friends with your onboard hosts, and they know so much about you, and they remember everything about the past uh, about our guests. Mm-hmm. You know, you, um, you order something once, and they go, "Oh, you like your coffee with." with milk and sugar, or you mm-hmm. like your tea black, and they they know immediately. So as you say. It, it, surpasses it service it does and it then does. with and then um how did you feel so anita traveled in our gold leaf double dome yeah let's talk about that because you do have two two levels mm-hmm. two options yes that people can choose and i was in the gold leaf mm-hmm. and that is when you have the chance to be in the coach that has the dome that has the open ceiling yes and um oh it was i mean I personally think that's the way you got to go because the, the, you know, just the ability to see the scenery in that way, I think is really what really brings that over the top. And then you get a little extra service, but the silver, I believe is, is, is equally, you know, I mean, there's no, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no reason yes. for someone to think, well, if I can't, you know, budget in, you know, the gold leaf, that silver is definitely there absolutely. As, as their option. Yep. So you still get with, with uh, both silver and gold leaf, you get incredible views, our friendly service, and our amazing cuisine. And everything's been delicious. So we get breakfast and we get lunch on board. And not only just breakfast and lunch, but the, an entire three-course breakfast and yes, lunch with absolutely. snacks in between. With snacks in between, absolutely. And drinks. You get so many beverages. You're, you're, you're always happy and looked after. And a neat thing about, or a special thing about the cuisine is that everything is local, locally sourced. And 
everything is unique to the regions that we pass through. Mm-hmm. So one highlight um, on the uh, first passage to the west, for instance, is uh, salmon because you get BC salmon mm-hmm. that uh, that is delicious. locally sourced and delicious. Delicious BC salmon. <laughs> and uh, with our U.S. route, the Rockies to the Red Rocks, uh, there is one particular dish that everybody goes crazy crazy for. It's the biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. So south southern, yes. and it's a huge hit. So, and we also serve the um, local beverages. So you really get a taste, literally, of the area that you're traveling you, through. You really do. And the menu has several selections. So if you're vegan, gluten free, those type things, all of that is taken into consideration, so that you don't have to feel as though, well, you know, if I don't like, I'm talking so much about salmon. Well, is there anything else? But yeah, there's chicken, there's beef, there are all types of options. So you do have many options. It's not just one or two things on the menu. It's quite an extensive menu. It is. And it's just such an amazing treat. And it, everybody is amazed to know that on our Canadian routes, we have full kitchens, um, otherwise known as galleys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and the chefs are preparing the meals for you. So it prepared really... Prepared to order. Prepared to order. Yeah, and then and then uh, uh, you know sometimes you're treated to at the end of the day you might if you're extra special you might get a freshly baked cookie you can oh, yeah. smell it in the in the train coach <laughs> and it is pretty amazing. It's uh, well the whole experience is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing, right? I'll stop and take a break, and when we come back, Carolyn will tell us a little bit more. Back in a minute here on Travel with Anita and Friends. How do you like to travel? Solo, with a tour group, with your family, or as a couple? There's no right or wrong way to travel. And some trips give us the option to choose what's top of our list. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, I recently had the grand opportunity to travel on the Rocky Mountaineer, a luxury train journal through the Canadian Rockies. It was the perfect trip for a train experience, which brings back those, you know, nostalgic times of train journeys. Makes you think about childhood train trips you may have taken. And I travel often solo, and I have experienced some very gracious company of other travelers who are very quick to offer a chat or even sometimes a long conversation about a little bit of everything. (laughs) Or sometimes they may even invite me to join them for dinner. So as a solo traveler, I don't feel so outside outside of the group and what's going on because solo traveling can be a little intimidating. But some trips are a perfect match, and the train journey with Rocky Mountaineer is a perfect match for solo traveling or traveling with your family and friends or with a couple. And my host on the trip, Carolyn Rohaley, shares how you travel in style is a perfect fit for a Rocky Mountaineer. But you know, as my listeners are, are kind of listening to us, you know, talk about the experience, I do want to mention, I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, that this is something for everyone. So if you're there thinking, well, you know, I like traveling solo, or I'm thinking about traveling solo, is this for me? You know, it's great for solo travelers, because everything is taken care of from the time you start to, you know, to, you check into your hotel, your bags are there, and your bags are taken care of, put on the, on the motor coach, and taken to to the train. So it's like you don't have to worry about anything because you're there with your group too. So if you're traveling solo or want to, and you're feeling a little shy about it, this is for you. And then couples, groups. It it really is perfect, perfect for so many people. So you, and it's perfect for groups, perfect for those solo travelers. I'm a, quite often a solo traveler myself. Mm-hmm. And being on a train like this is great because um, you 
do you get that communal atmosphere in the in the coach that that you're on and the reason why it becomes a communal and fun atmosphere and you make friends is is because of our host the storytelling and because mm-hmm. the spacious domes uh, you know it, it really is roomy you can walk around mm-hmm. and what really bonds everybody is the wildlife the wildlife sighting because as you know you're on the train then all of a sudden somebody yells bear okay there's not a bear in the train let's be clear <laughs> well you know we were kind of anxious to see bear so some people might would have wanted to be yep. <laughs> best to see them from the train yes. um, so, natural yeah, habitat. Yeah. and then you say bear on the left and the whole train sort of runs to the left to try mm. to try to see the wildlife and it really is a bonding experience then you start to have little jokes and, mm. and share stories and find out where your where your fellow travelers are from and I've just heard stories about people making friends for life and mm. it's it's, it's pretty great and as you say the bags are taken care of um, I call it a little bit of Rocky Mountaineer magic when you check in uh, when you check in at the station or your check-in point and you just hop on the train with your with your day bag and then when you arrive at the hotel in your overnight stay it's magically there yeah. and, and you don't even have to worry about anything so as a, as if you're a solo traveler who's slightly worried about getting mm-hmm. getting out into the into the world this really is for you because we really take care of you yeah because it actually becomes like a group tour that where you have you know that feel you can get that feeling of of comfort in you know that you will have someone to have dinner with or to to you know to have lunch with or breakfast with you're not eating alone and mm-hmm. also to that sense of security that you know someone knows where you are yeah. because you're you're all there and then of course couples yeah. perfect for anniversaries birthdays yeah. any type of celebration like that are just because you want to go on Rocky Mountaineer. Absolutely. And <laughs> uh, you know, um, along those lines, something that I'm hearing a lot more and seeing a lot more is uh, the idea of intergenerational travel. Mm-hmm. It's a really great um, treat for uh, your parents or your grandparents for uh, to travel together because it really bonds the generations mm-hmm. because it's, it's something where you get to sit and you talk to, if you're traveling with a parent or grandparent, you can talk to them. It's their kind of trip and they really love it. Mm-hmm. As a child or a grandchild, it's really kind of, a, it would be a spectacular gift to give to, to somebody or, yes. or experience to share with a parent or grandparent. Yeah, it really would be. And just think about for a child, you know, to have this experience, you have them hooked in doing this type of thing for life because it would be so memorable, so special, and it will definitely tie them to the grandparent or to the parent for taking them on such a spectacular journey like this. But now I want to talk about something that is on everybody's mind nowadays, you know, traveling in the, you know, in the era of of COVID. I'm, I'm of the mind that you still, you still have to live. You can't just stay at home or there's no need to just only travel just right around your little, your little area. You can venture out. So what are the protocols that you all have put in place uh, to make sure that people feel comfortable, but you are also protecting their health? Thanks for asking. And I'm really happy to say that uh, the health and safety of our guests is priority at Rocky Mountaineer. And uh, we have, you know, we've been in this business for 30 years. We've been operating for 30 years. We've had more than 2.2 million guests. Mm -hmm. And that's why health and safety is so important to us. So even before COVID, um, 
it really was number Top one on our list. list. Yeah. That with the trains, they're equipped with high-end air filtration systems that uh, that keep um, circulating the air every three to three and a half minutes. And that removes 99.9% of airborne particles. Mm. Mm-hmm. And of course, we follow the protocols for COVID, uh, COVID and health-related protocols. We follow those in the, uh, we follow the government protocols in the areas in which we travel. Okay. So if there is a mask mandate in that area, that we're traveling then we wear masks on board Mm -hmm. if there is no mask mandate then we follow those but our staff um, staff wear masks our staff are fully vaccinated and our passengers show proof of vaccination as well Mm. but you know the other thing too that i like that you all do is that your coach is your coach Mm -hmm. so people are not moving around from coach you know car to coach car they are staying in place and that too is another safety and health you know, consideration and, and protocol. Absolutely. And you will have noticed somebody walking through our coach during our journey who thoroughly sanitizes the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's th- sanitized prior and throughout each travel day. So And soap and fresh water provided on board and sanitizer is ready available. But we definitely have somebody coming through and making sure mm. that it is clean during your trip. Fantastic information about the health and safety protocols. But now before I let you go, Tell us if we can combine these routings. With our journeys, you can do you you can take some of our Canadian route, routes or routes if you're listening from our, from the U.S. <laughs> and um, and add them together. So that's called a circle journey. So you can have longer than two or three days, mm. and you can do everything all at once and really pamper yourself with wow. some outdoor adventures. That's great. Uh, yeah. That's and great. and then you can do some things like we're going to do later on is do some tours around mm-hmm. the places that you're visiting. So mm-hmm. we, we do have partners, uh, tour partners, so you can add on um, some special activities uh, before or after your journey with Rocky Mountaineer. Okay, we're ready. Give us that website. Visit www.rockymountaineer.com and start planning your journey with us. We want to have you on board. Are you ready for your trip with Rocky Mountaineer? It's easy to plan. Start with a visit to their website, check out the routes, the class of service options. And, you know, like I said, and like she shared with you too, I was on the Gold Leaf, which I recommend for those fabulous dome windows. That is really the best way to have a view of the mountains from all angles. And you can also take some of those selfie pictures where you get yourself and the mountains and the train. You get everything in one picture. Now, I flew into Vancouver to start my first passage to the West Trip, and I went up a day early so that I could take in a little bit of the of the city and do a couple of things there. And I did a fabulous, fabulous thing. I went to an attraction called Fly Over Canada, which is, I think, one of the best attractions I've ever been in during my travels. It's thrilling, it's educational, and even a little bit emotional. You take a virtual tour from coast to coast, and what feels like you're flying over mountains, valleys, rivers, like you're flying over Canada. And the special effects is really what brings it to life. You feel the rushing wind, kind of the misty valleys as you fly over those. It makes it feel so, so real. So check that out at flyovercanada.com. Now, um, you can also do a couple of other things. And if you want to check out some other things in Vancouver, check out the website destinationvancouver.com. They have a whole list of things that you can do if you go up a day early. Now stop here. I'll take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about my trip on the Rocky Mountaineer. We're on Travel with Anita and Friends. Food and Travel, the two are partners in your getaway experience. And when food matches the local area, you're in for a treat. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. 
On my recent trip aboard the Rocky Mountaineer, the food was exceptional. A large selection to choose from and cook to order and serve with perfection. I had a chance to talk with the culinary experts there, the executive chef, Khalid Cutmore, and he shares what it's like preparing meals on board a moving train. I think the big thing about cooking is having an opportunity uh, to really connect with people with food. And I think, I think the train uh, offers that specifically in, in a really tangible way. And then we're here, we're together, we're spending this experience and day together. And I think that's kind of the greatest thing about it. Uh, the nuts and bolts of cooking in a train, it's, it's kind of close quarters and tight, but everybody has a lot of fun. It's, it's a well-versed team that knows exactly what's going on. So. I think it's just like any kitchen where it's a bit hot, it's a bit busy sometimes, but it's really just a good time. So every car has a kitchen. Every every car has three people in the kitchen working away to prepare all the food. And then we do also have centralized kitchens in Kamloops that we work with as well. So uh, tonight overnight we'll be loading food onto the train and we'll prep that up uh, all day tomorrow morning for the next couple of days. Do you work with like local farmers and gardeners and people like that? All the bacon and cured meats, they're from a local small producer, so we, we definitely work with who we can. It can be challenging with some of the smaller people because we do cook a lot of food, um, but we definitely use lots of that, yeah. And you mentioned that you have like kitchens in each car, so is there like a chef in each car, or how does that work? Who's overseeing each car? Um, so how we run, we have uh, a sous chef for every set of cars. So this train that we're on right now, uh, half will go to or half will go to Banff and half will go to Jasper. So there's a sous chef for each each side. So that's who helps manage and, and run each car because there's a, there's a lot of cooks on board. So the desire to leave all the guests feeling in it healthy and like they've been satisfied, but not way down the food. I think that we've all taken enough flights and train rides and left feeling kind of bloated and full of salt and not feeling so hot. Uh, so that's really where a lot of the angle on the food actually does come from. And that's why there's lighter options on there and lots of vegetables and it's just kind of some fresh options. Um, yeah, that's where I really go about that for sure. And so basically filter the inspiration from the land we're traveling through through that kind of lens of wanting everybody to feel healthy from a huge proponent again of creating memories with food and that ties into that same idea of connection and, and having communication through food and it's about what you take with you and I, I really like every menu to be a menu where there can be something on it for everyone that can stay with them and have a lasting appeal. Chef Caleb is doing an excellent job of making sure that the food does match our experience on board so that we can take those memories away and I can tell you from being on board Oh, you do take food memories away that do match the scenery, the whole experience, and it's very, very luxurious. I'm going to switch over now and talk with Colin Crobb, who is the train manager. He's going to tell us a little bit more about the experience on board. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the train itself. Sure thing. Uh, so, well, for starters, it's a pleasure to have you on board. Thank you. Uh, and. Uh, the coach that we're on, it's, it's one of our brand new uh, coaches, um, you know, it, it was built in Europe and it was brought over to us. Uh, we've had, well, we've had 10 uh, brought to us uh, from a company named Stadler. Uh, they were the producers of it. And it's come over and we've been using them for the past couple of years. Uh, they're the, the newest cars that we have in our fleet. Uh, they're gorgeous, uh, guests love them. Uh, and. 
uh, well, as you mentioned, it's, it's just absolutely beautiful to have. We have these big dome windows for everyone to experience uh, the outside um, and the environment that we have uh, to offer our guests as we make our way from a temperate rainforest uh, in Vancouver and we go through a tri uh, quick transition and into a uh, semi-arid desert uh, type atmosphere or environment uh, into the, the city of Kamloops and then as soon as we leave Kamloops and we start making our way up into the Rockies uh, in uh, to Banff and Lake Louise, uh, we go through lake country regions uh, as well as uh, these gorgeous Columbia mountain range that we're currently traveling through. Yeah, and now you're mentioning that because I hear you all calling them subdivisions. So tell me what this name means because it just seems like to me we're traveling from one area to another, but you're calling them subdivisions. Uh, so subdivisions is a term that we use on the railway. Um, it's anywhere from about 120 to 150 miles. And the reason that uh, we've broken, well, the railway has been broken up into these subdivisions is because that's how far a steam locomotive uh, could travel before it had to be refueled. Uh, so we, it's just been broken up into these uh, subdivisions um, and uh, we kind of just kept it that way, even though we don't have to refuel <laughs> along along the way. But now there are also different passages that we can take because the first passage to the west is the one that we're on. Yes. So tell my listeners a little bit about that. Then I want to also talk about the others as well, because there's a selection that they have options. Sure thing. So we have uh, three routes in Canada and one in the United States. Uh, so we'll start with the first passage to the west where you travel from um, Vancouver to Banff and Lake Louise or vice versa. And this is, uh, a, we travel along essentially the uh, pioneering route here in Canada. So we'll be traveling along uh, the Canadian Pacific Rail between Kamloops and Banff and Lake Louise. and. Uh, uh, the Canadian Pacific Railway was uh, one of the defining characteristics for our country. Um, it connected the East Coast to the West Coast and uh, we built it uh, through this section. Um, well, we. <laughs> Maybe not we, uh, but it was built through this part of uh, the country just to try and stabilize the territory and uh, you get to go through the Columbia mountain range. We actually go through five different mountain ranges as we travel our way through from Vancouver to Banff. Mm -hmm. uh, so gorgeous terrain. Uh, and then we have journey through the clouds where uh, you travel from Vancouver up to Jasper or the reverse. Uh, very go gorgeous territory as well. Um, the Vancouver to Kamloops section of the journey, uh, very similar. Uh, it's the same route as you would travel on First Passage to the west, uh, but from Kamloops you'll go north to Jasper as opposed to going east to Banff and Lake Louise. Uh, and you get to see some beautiful mountains, the tallest mountain in the Canadian Rockies, Mount Robson, uh, as well as the gorgeous Pyramid Falls uh, that we travel by, which is a, a massive uh, three-tiered waterfall. Uh, and then we have uh, Rainforest to Gold Rush, uh, which is a fantastic route. Uh, that one is, in terms of size, it's our smallest route. We have a, a set number of cars on that one. Okay. Um, so you can call it one of our more exclusive routes if you want to. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and they travel uh, out of North Vancouver uh, up into Whistler and then Whistler to the town of Quesnel and then they'll head over to Jasper as well. Uh, and you get to travel right along the Pacific Ocean from Whistler into Vancouver. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, especially when you're going Whistler to Vancouver and you get to see the Pacific Ocean at sunset. Uh, it's fantastic and you travel along glacially fed lakes uh, so you get to see those beautiful emerald colors. I've got to come back for that one. <laughs> that a, sounds beautiful. It's a great time. And now you all are also heading across the U.S. as well now. Yes we are. Uh, we have our brand new Rockies to Red Rocks uh, where you can travel from Denver, Colorado to Moab, Utah or vice versa and uh, it's it's such a great route. Uh, you just spend a lot of time in the canyons. Uh, in between the two, you get to see, get up close and personal with those uh, red rocks, uh, mm. getting into Moab and uh, seeing the slip rock there. Uh, it's just so gorgeous and you get to go through the national parks. Well, I've got more with Colin, so stay where you are. I'll be back in a few minutes with more details of what to expect from your onboard experience with Rocky Mountaineer. Back in a minute, you're on Travel with Anita and Friends. Chug, chug, chug of the train rolling along the tracks. Does that bring back a childhood memory or maybe taking a train ride is something you've always wanted to do? Either way, I've got something for you. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. On my recent trip with the Rocky Mountaineer, our train manager, Colin Crum, was a perfect host, attending to all of the passengers, making sure everything ran like clockwork. Colin and I started this segment talking about the service on board because it surpasses customer service to family and friend service. He tells us about selecting and training their crew members. But now, I, I'm sitting here, I have had the best service. And you know, I've said before that when service is to this level, it's not really customer service anymore. It elevates itself to, to being like you're with your family. You know, it, it really surpasses like customer, you know, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the air, you know, kind of quotes there. It really surpasses that. So tell me a little bit about, you know, the training and then I want to go into a few more of the details so my listeners can really know what this experience is like. Uh, what I like to say that separates us is what happens inside the train. Uh, so we spend uh, two to three days with our guests um, and we have by the end of the journey, uh, it, it's almost like family. It's very like close. Definitely it's is. friendships. It's uh, you get to meet people from around the world, um, and you know there's hugs and tears yeah. at the ends of trips. Uh, you know we have guests who uh, sincerely mean like they'll give you email addresses, their home yeah. addresses, and when you come visit, they want you to come mm -hmm. see them. So we'll have uh, experiences like that around the world. Uh, in terms of the training that we do, uh, we do have uh, quite um, an extensive training. Uh, the number one thing that we always look for is, is a culture fit, because uh, culture is a big thing that we ha that we strive for uh, on Rocky Mountaineer, and uh, we go through a, a couple of different interview processes. Uh, you'll start off with a phone interview, uh, and then go into well, now in the the pandemic world, uh, yeah. uh, online uh, Skype or Zoom or kind mm -hmm. of a face-to-face -face digital interview. Right. Um, and then we generally come together in terms of uh, getting all of our new hires and our returning hosts uh, together and uh, just spending a, about a week. Uh, we'll go through a wide variety of different training. So we go through safety and emergency training uh, as well as we'll kind of get a, a feel for 
um, our, can, our new hires work histories mm -hmm. and what they're more comfortable with. Uh, so if you have serving experience or if you've been uh, uh, some public speaking experience or theater experience, uh, we kind of gauge on how um, to best set up a path for our uh, new our new uh, team members. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, you'll go through uh, well, ideally, you'll go through what we call an orientation trip, where you actually spend two days on the train as a guest, okay. essentially. Um, so you can really see, you know, what their experience would be like. Yeah, yeah, you get you get an idea, and you get to watch uh, some of our seasoned veterans. Mm -hmm. uh, really, you get you get a sense of the flow and kind of the the demands and where exactly you uh, want to be focusing your attention at certain times. Um, and then you go through a shadow trip where you'll be um, shadowing one of our seasoned veterans and they'll be following you and uh, you kind of pick up the, the tips and the, the tricks of the trade. Hmm. Great training, really great training. And it shows, it definitely does. But now a lot of people think when they're going on a train journey that they will be staying overnight on the train. But that is not the experience with uh, Rocky Mountaineer. No, no, we are uh, daylight only is what we like to call ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, so in our destinations or our midpoints, uh, as we call them, so Kamloops, uh, Whistler, Quesnel, uh, our guests stay in hotels along the routes. Uh, it gives them a chance to kind of go out and explore if they like, uh, kind of a, a city that they would never probably mm. ever see otherwise. Right, exactly. And we have great meals on board, so uh, doing that two-day journey, tell us a little bit about the meals and the services on board. Sure, so uh, we serve breakfast and lunch on board, uh, and then we have a wide variety of snacks that kind of go in between. Mm -hmm. So one of the things too that's really fabulous about this too is that this is a selection that people can choose as the gold leaf yes. that we've talked about. But let's talk a little bit about the silver because there is an option so that you know people can look at their budget and decide you know which experience, both experiences being great, but they can certainly make a selection between the two. Yeah, so our silver leaf service uh, is slightly different. So gold leaf is a, a bi-level car or mm -hmm. two levels. Uh, so we have our dining area downstairs and then upstairs we have our, our viewing area uh, where we have those dome windows as well as um, that's where you would receive your drinks and snacks uh, and you would be uh, receiving your uh, storytelling or your running commentary throughout the journey of the history and what you're seeing. Uh, Silverleaf is a single level car, uh, so slightly different service style. Uh, instead of coming down to the dining car, uh, you have your breakfast and lunch right there, served right there at your seat, uh, as well as um, everything just kind of happens uh, right there for you. Um, and then you have a, a viewing area at the at the back of your car. Same thing with Goldleaf. You have a, a viewing vestibule. And yeah, so when you go out there, I mean, you can really get some fabulous photos and things like that. Fabulous photos. You can really uh, experience the environment that you're traveling through. Uh, well, especially if uh, you know you're passing by a, a close waterfall like Pyramid Falls, mm -hmm. you get a little mist going. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a nice little spritz to waking you up in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of which, we start out pretty early too. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little wake me up, um, or pick me up, I should say. Uh, yeah, we do start a little earlier in the day uh, because we do travel roughly 30 miles an hour mm -hmm. as our cruising speed. Um, just, you know, it's what we like to call travel speed. You don't want the experience to be too quick or too right. long. Um, but we do go variable speeds between 
uh, 30 miles per hour to 60 miles per hour, mm -hmm. uh, but because we do go through uh, some longer sections, uh, for example, the Kamloops to Banff route is nearly 300 miles, wow, yeah. so it's a, a bit of a longer one, uh, two and a half subdivisions if you mm -hmm. want to go with the railroad railroad yeah. terminology. Um, so just to ensure that our guests get to experience the journey and uh, really enjoy it, we do start a little earlier. Sounds great, sounds really good. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit more about some of the experience though, because as we drive by, we've seen some wildlife, you get a chance to see a lot of the flora, so just tell my listeners a little bit about that. Uh, sure, we, uh, as we go through different uh, climates and environments, we have different styles of wildlife. Uh, you know, you get to see big horned sheep uh, and sometimes, you know, coyotes or coyotes uh, in the desert atmosphere. And then as we make our way into the mountains, um, you know, we, we get chances to see black bears, grizzly bears, uh, moose, uh, mountain goats even. Uh, we get a lot of elk, um, deer. Uh, I've even seen wolves. Wow. Yeah. yeah when you come on board it's a very international experience uh, even you know d different walks of life different different parts of even your own country um, as, as we mentioned a little bit earlier one of our main uh, demographics is the United States people that you wouldn't even normally get to necessarily meet within your own country you you can actually come and meet people right on board and you know we've had people from um, from England for example who you know, traveled halfway across the world just to find out that they're sitting across the aisle from someone that lives down the block from them. Isn't that fascinating? So it's it's really uh, an experience on board. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not just with the guests, but with with the team that you have. Mm -hmm. you, uh, there are times where it's you know you you actually find out that your family's friends are yeah. working here and you get to see them and it's <laughs> it's quite the experience. Yeah, I and mean, I think it's something too about a train ride that just makes you want to ask a question of you know your fellow passengers and just you know where are they coming from and what's the experience like for them. So absolutely, you all have something very very special here, and I know my listeners will be excited to find more information to go online. So what what is that website address so they can go online and check everything out uh it's www.rockymountaineer.com and that's easy yeah. yeah we can remember that one are you ready to go i am i would love to go back and take one of their other journeys and especially the one through the rockies and the red rocks right here in the united states sounds like a plan to me for more information about rocky mountaineer visit their website rockymountaineer.com now that's very easy to remember and if you'd like to extend your trip in Vancouver like I did, visit the website DestinationVancouver.com. And for photos of my trip, go to my Instagram page at Anita and Friends or my Facebook page, Travel with Anita. And there you will find photos of my trip and photos of the food, too. Yum, yum. You know, I always want to talk about food. Now, my website, TravelWithAnita.com, has more tips and travel ideas to help you plan a trip to the Rockies or to the beach. I cover it all. And check back with me for another destination in two weeks. You're on Travel with Anita and Friends. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today.